Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, it is the world-famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Big homie Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, the closer, Chris Ventra, NFL Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk. Coming up over the course of the next hour, we got the next 10 and our top 100 of the 2018's top fantasy football players. We'll get into that, break that down some. Have a good time talking NFL, talking football with Marshall. 844-843-6879. Telephone lines open, as you already know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Final couple of moments right here. I want to start off with some stuff that we talked about over the past month, but I want to get Marshall's opinion on some stuff. But first, I have to introduce the homies. Fancy Tash, Jim Day, what's good with you, big man? Hey, guys, how you doing? And welcome, Marshall. Finally, nice to get a chance to work with you. Right on, man. All right. Uh, the closer, Chris Ventra. What up, what up, what up? What's up, what's up? It's your boy. What's good? I'm very happy today. Marshall Falk, loved you your whole career. Pleasure to work with you. Glad right to on, see man. you here, man. Very glad. With more pressing st- stuff, though, Ventra, mm-hmm. we have to start with oh, where, no. where, 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 where oh, we've been no. starting all week. How's Christina? Christina's feeling better. Okay. So I think the time has come. Okay. You know? So no Fortnite tonight. Well, there will be Fortnite tonight. But you'll, and then Fortnite. No, Fortnite. First. And then, okay, so we see where your yeah. priorities lay. Uh, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's got to give Bob a chance first. <laughs> All right, so there you go right there. We oh, start on that, on, that same, on that same note right there. All right, you know what I want to do? Because, Marshall, I want to ask you and get your opinion on some of these uh, changes at coaches um, right quick. We start this segment right there. Kind of get your eye, because you may know some of these cats or, or how the situation may go. I want to start off with the, the one that sticks out the most. Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. Uh, what the hell is that, son? Uh, Cliff's, Cliff's um, I mean, you, you have to understand, you have a young quarterback, mm-hmm. and you look at the, court, the young quarterback that Cliff groomed and got ready for the NFL. Okay. And you just, you just. Marry it that Mahomes, way. Mahomes. Okay. What he did with Mahomes, and you have a young quarterback, and you're hoping that he can do that there. So I, I think they gave son a raw deal, Wilkes. Oh no! Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. But but and, it is and, what and it let is. me say this: it is what it is. We understand that they they felt like this kid is going to be our our future. We need to surround him with something similar to what's going on in Los Angeles. Okay. All right. So there you go, right there. Uh, Matt Lafleur, Green Bay Packers, bring in Matt Lafleur, and I'm like, whoa, because the Tennessee Titans' offense was so great. Same thing. But that's not a young quarterback there. Aaron Rodgers might eat son up. No, it's, it's no. I'm saying it's, it's, it's you. You are surrounding Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. with the with the young, innovative mind. Now, the skill set that he was working with in Tennessee, mm. Mariota, wasn't much. Well, I, I'm not gonna say it wasn't much, but think think about the the weapons that I mean. Yeah, the weapons. That's what I meant. Yeah, 
I mean, they, they couldn't find a receiver at times. And Walker got hurt. But Corey Davis supposed to be the big dog. He's the alpha male in that wide receiver room. He's not a number was, one yet. Who was that? He's not he's, a number one He's not even a number yet. two. Yeah, well, no, I think he'd be a good number two. He's just not a good number one yet. Wrong. They need a good number one. So he, he didn't have anything. I guarantee you. It, it, and here's the thing. He, he, he worked under Kyle Shanahan. Okay. You work under McVay. You 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 got something. something up. Yeah. You got something. All right, cool. I'm down with that. You don't got to worry about the old head out there in Tampa, though. You know he's gonna get the job done, Bruce Arians. But now that Bruce Arians, yeah, let's go James, back to Bruce. Let's go back to Bruce. Yeah. I hope that they allow Bruce to do his thing. Why would they yep. not? Why would Arizona idiots? Not? Yeah, why, really. Why would idiots? Arizona not? You know, Bruce <laughs> is gonna do his thing no matter what, though. I feel like. Just saying, why would Arizona not? Well, did, I mean, it seemed like he was doing this thing in Arizona. Did they hamstring him? Did they handcuff him in, a, in Arizona? So, okay, he was he was so sick. He took a job doing TV traveling. True. Traveling. He he went from traveling once a week to traveling. Uh, I mean, he, he went from eight home games to eight away games to 16 road games. Yeah. And he was good. Come so on, they, man. So, okay, so he wasn't feeling yeah, that it was, there. That was, yeah, don't, don't fall for that. That's the banana in the tailpipe. Something was going on over there in Arizona. We didn't hear about it. Okay. That's why Bruce back coaching. The one I like the best, and I know the homies would agree, uh, Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland. Because it, 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 it seemed like Baker, it's like they came in the room like, Baker, what's good? We got to hire a new head coach. We want your input. You want some games in Cleveland, yada, 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 yada. Baker's like, Freddie Kitchens is the guy. Freddie earned this. Okay. Freddie, out of all the coaches that got head coaching jobs, Freddie earned his job. All right. On the job. On the job. On the job training. <laughs> on the job, he earned his job. Do you mind giving a young quarterback? You Do you consider young sec, a, a first-year quarterback down at the end of the season? We're making a change. You know this already. You ask him his opinion, or it's like, okay, we got this. This is above you. It depends on what is, what, what, what's in his makeup, what's in his DNA. Like, is, is he a guy that's – is he the first guy in the building, the last guy to leave? Yeah. Like, if he's that guy and he's okay with being in the face – Doing what he's supposed to do on and off the field, then I'm a I'm a I'm a address him. I'm a bring I'm gonna make him a part of these decisions. Okay, but if he's not, and here's the thing: what I love since the end of the season, you hadn't heard anything about Baker. That's true. He's been quiet. He's been quiet. Yeah. So that that's the mo. I'm just saying. I think he I I think he figured it out. Yeah, I saw him on Radio he, Row yesterday. He figured it out. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah. Fine. No, you're supposed to do that. That's yeah. fine. But he, I yeah. think I think he figured it out. You know, be on the radio road tomorrow, right? You 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 want to be in the news, but you don't want to make the news. Okay, I feel you, and that's so, what it is. You right. be on radio road tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. So you think he's matured already? Basically, he's not going to talk too much. You know what? There can still be bumps in the road. Yeah, but he's handled. He's handled it well. Mm-hmm. He has handled it well. Now I'm gonna say that going well, forward, Marshall. Marshall, do you think it, it helps the fact that he's in a, a city like Cleveland and not somewhere like New, New York. York or Los Angeles? Are you asking me that if it's a plus or a minus? Like, do yeah, you feel like, like New is, York? Is it better for him not to really be in the, spotlight. in the shadow of a big city with all the, you know, the, the media right on top of his head all the time? I don't think it matters when you when when you're the first overall pick. Eyes are on you regardless, mm-hmm. and they call him Broadway Baker I mean, for that's, a reason. This this it, it it doesn't it doesn't matter, and not not to mention when you when you take the road that he took to get to where he is. I mean, how how can the guy not be confident? Maybe a little cocky. Yeah, think a lot of himself. Oh yeah, no, I mean, no, I I get that, and I 
look, I want that in a player. If he's especially if he's you know the franchise and you know it, the yeah. face of our organization, I want somebody who's going to be out there. Who's going to be cocky, who thinks much of himself. I mean, let, let's face it. If you're at that level and you're not, there's something wrong. I just hope he doesn't overstep his boundaries. I feel like the Browns are going to be very good next year, and I just hope he doesn't get too cocky. Uh, there's no such thing. Cocky. There's no such thing. I mean, you know, I, I'll go back to this. Cleveland is a good market for him to be in. They, 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 they have embraced him. They want him there. They, they love him there. And, you know, big, big markets, big markets. Um, I mean, they can make, they can make, you know, average things seem huge and average things seem little. I mean, they, they, they have a big markets have a way of driving things mm-hmm. and making it what it is. I mean, and, and taking those shots, Saquon wins rookie of the year. There's no way. <laughs> if, if you just look at what Baker Mayfield did, yeah. you what he was- and what he went through with, with the coach. They okay, they didn't just fire his head coach, they fired his head coach and his offense coordinator. They got rid of Hugh and they got rid of Todd yeah. Haley. And the kid just went on what he what he seven eight straight games with touchdowns. Yeah, no, I, I feel uh, you. I mean I think I think it was Barkley's award. They got yeah. rid of his best his best wide receiver. They trade him. That's true. I mean they Man, brought in Jarvis Landry. They got rid of his. They got rid of his. Uh, his number one back and hide. And it, <laughs> you got to understand what he okay, did. I, I, I got Chubb right back, but 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 I'm just saying what the, the comfort zone. Right, Chubb. Chubb. That's a young back. Yeah, another rookie. That's, that, that's yeah. a young back. Yeah. He, so they took away some things from him, and and he went out there and he balled. But market size, Sa- Saquon just had to be halfway decent, and he was going to get it yeah. compared to Baker. You actually had to win games. Right. And produce with <laughs> yeah, well, little it, weapons, you know, weapons moving, coaching yeah. changes. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but it wasn't like Barkley didn't have a great season. I mean, he did two, over 2,000 total Yeah, he yards. had an unbelievable season. Uh, right? I mean, he had a great season. Look, I get what you're saying, Marshall. And look, it, I'm a Giants fan. So the yeah. only quarterback I would have wanted out of last year's draft is Baker. If he was there at number two, I say take him over Barkley, and I would have done that in a heartbeat. Outside of him, I wouldn't have taken any of those other quarterbacks over him last year. I'm sorry, I just not. I didn't think any of those guys were really going to be think you the gotta wait. level. I think that Barkley. I, 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 I'm just Darno and Rosen. You just gotta wait. I like I'm telling Allen. you. I'm telling you. I, I like Allen, Allen too, but Darno and Rosen, you gotta wait. There's something about Rosen. I, I, that kid. There's, there's, there's just something about him that I like. And 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 Darno is just he's perfect for New York. Yeah, and they're both pocket passes, so it might take a little bit more time. You're seeing Allen and Lamar Jackson rush for 100 yards. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, don't don't be surprised if if those two have a second second season close to 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 what golf did. They'll end up taking hey, Mar- off like that. Marshall, I want to ask you. Okay, you say you have this feeling about Rosen. Give me your. You know, can you? speculate on why he was like the only rookie quarterback that never seemed to really take a step forward this year? Well, um, his offensive line sucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, David Johnson didn't play up to his capabilities. Coaching. Uh, Defensively, they weren't able to stop anybody. They fired his offensive coordinator. Um, Then the guy who took over quarterbacks coach who became his offensive coordinator had never been a coordinator before. So there's there's some things that was working against him a little bit that, that, that could hinder that can hinder you from performing. But I'm just saying when I watched all of those guys play, being that he played probably the worst, it didn't really bother him. And, 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 and that's, that's kind of what 
what a young quarterback has to go through. I was with Peyton Manning his rookie year. He threw 27 interceptions. A lot of interceptions, son. And it it just didn't bother him. The next year, they were 13-3. and Now they balled out. I remember that. that I'm just saying. It's just, but there's something about being able to learn from what you go through and not have it hinder who you are as a player. And I just see that out of Rosen. Interesting to see how that development will shake out. Adam Gates, It's going to be good. Okay. (laughs) I like it. Hey, if you like it, I love it. Adam Gates, New York Jets. This is the one where people with another head scratcher. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is. That's Peyton, they're supposed to be like, that's Peyton Manning, man. Peyton Manning co-signed him. But like I'm like, okay, Peyton Manning co-signed him, but Ryan Tannehill stinks. You're supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. But Ryan Tannehill stunk worse than he did before Gates got there. Yeah, that <laughs> not, the, not, the mention, not to mention, he wasn't there. He took him to the to the playoffs with Matt Moore, Matt Moore and son. the Pittsburgh yeah. and almost got a win. I remember that game. I was Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, he did. But he makes poor decisions too, like Drake, right? Best player on the offense. Oh, Barely man. use him. Kenyon Drake. I love Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Drake. I think he's thing super is, talented. Uh, you know yeah. running backs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And guess a what? Bit. Guess what? If, 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 you, if you can't protect, you can't play. And that's, and that's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. If you can't protect, you can't play. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't just put you on the field when we're giving you the ball. They're going to figure that one out. You got to block, too. I feel like you and Frank Gore was in the league at the same time. We were. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What's up with Frank Gore? Just don't. Frank the Tank, man. Yeah. Yo, science. I tell people all the time, I saw a picture on Instagram of Frank Gore and Jay-Z. Frank Gore didn't ask Jay-Z to take the picture. Jay-Z asked Frank Gore to take the picture. <laughs> nah, real That's deal. That's crazy, son. Real deal. And, and Frank, Frank, man, what, what he's doing, Frank's, Frank's having one of those, if you, if you guys can remember, a Terry Allen career. I remember Terry Allen. He's a more productive, but Terry Allen, I think Terry was playing at like 43. Yeah. Some, some junk like that, man. And, and I told Frank a long time ago, he's like, hey, man, Marshall, man, what do I need to do? I said, Frank, take care of your body. Make sure you do the things that's right. Get your chiropractor in, train, and, 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 and always innovate. Do different things. Get into Pilates. Get into yoga. Do the different things. And, and he's, he's doing it, man. I, I, Frank, Frank's going to keep playing. <laughs> you don't want to Hey, stop. no reason why he shouldn't keep, he's playing. keep he's playing. playing. He's playing good. As long you as know, he got, the, he the got the that forward lean. Yeah. Every yep. time. Every, he get hit for going forward. He really is a tank. You know, he had like some injury concerns throughout the, the beginning of his career. Then he went on a streak of like eight years where he played 16 games. Well, he tore both ACLs in college. That's why yeah, that's he, wasn't, true. he wasn't. I mean, he would have probably been a, 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 like an early first round pick. But he tore both ACLs. You remember something? Remember Garrison played, Hurst? Oh, yeah. Garrison, the burst of Hurst? Love Garrison Hurst. Love Garrison Hurst? Tore his knee up. Okay, Go ahead. okay guys, I, I got to ask Marshall this question, Marshall. And, you know, it, it's just something that I, I've been thinking about. A lot of the talk this week is about Gurley and, you know, whether or not he's hurt and, right. or anything like that. But one of the things that I've been thinking about and talking about a little bit, but I wanted to get your perspective is, out of all of you know the after talk of the game and you know uh, the pressers and stuff that came out on Twitter, it almost seemed to me like it was more of Gurley not being hurt, but maybe having a, a crisis of confidence after he had those two drops early in the game. You know, you had the one that led to the interception, the other one that was you know deep in Saints territory that would have gone for a first down and kept that drive alive. And then it was after that he came out of the game, and some of the com- comments made afterward sort of gave me the feeling that he was having a you know a crisis of confidence that he did, he felt he wasn't playing well and wasn't having a good game and have you ever seen a player at your level have that kind of thing happen to them in a game oh yeah 
It happens all the time. I mean, that's 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 a part of the game, managing managing your confidence so you can go out there and perform the way that you're capable of. Do you I mean, think that could have had something to do with this? It, it's possible. I mean, I can't I can't hang my hat on it and say, oh yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I me personally, I Sean McVay is no different in his aspect to to Bill Belichick. CJ got hot, man. CJ is hot right now. That mm-hmm. boy. Right. He is hot right now. And he's fresh. He, and he's fresh. And 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 and, and he, he's bringing he, he's bringing the element of one cut downhill to an offense that's really good at play action. And Gurley, when he's when he, when he's playing well, that's he does the same thing. It's the hot guy. Now, I was just asking, I, I asked the other guys this. If this was Sony Michelle, yeah, and Bill Belichick was going with Burkhead, yeah, we wouldn't question him. Nah, because you know, yeah, you're this right. is what you're this, right. This is this is no different. You do what you got to do to win these games. It ain't about appealing nobody's fantasy team or yeah. they pride. You're trying to win a football game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Off and running right here. FNTSY Radio. Fantasy Football Frenzy. You already know on a TI Thursday. Yeah. We come back on the other side. We got the next 10 and our top 100 of 2018. It's the Frenzy. Let's get it. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Thursday, world famous fantasy football friends, the FNTSY Radio. Yeah. Sitting up here with Marshall Falk, NFL Hall. Yes, sir. You already know. Little tipping them. You know the T.I. dude, Marshall? <laughs> I can you not, man? You can't, you can't be about hip hop, man, without being a T.I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this dude, just, people don't people sleep on Tip how long he's been around. Tip, yeah. Dime Trap, you know what I'm saying? One of the kings of the South. You know what I was thinking about, like, when they play that that commercial for the playoffs, the NFL, they're like, "We ready?" It's a dope commercial. My guess is, when you was in high school and college, your hype music was probably like No Limit Soldiers, something like that. Oh yeah, you, No Limit Soldiers it was, it was, was the all, jam. It was all, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I can that was, imagine that was crazy. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how big, you know how big Master P was down there. No doubt, yeah. people don't understand that's where the down south rap dun, came from. Dun, dun, they won't talk all that stuff. Yeah, is is P. And his ghetto boys, yeah, that's that was like the early down south stuff. That was dope, you know what I'm saying? No before before all that all that Georgia Atlanta stuff, yeah. hitting King right of now. the South, no, whatever, right now, whatever, bro. fine. But you know where it was at? It was in the, it was in the Bayou, it was in the Noya. You know what I'm saying? Before we get to the top or the next ten in the top 100, uh, well, we open telephone lines next segment. I want to uh, give a, a quick couple of moments. Let Marshall let you speak about the drugfreeworld.org. Uh, uh, the largest non-government anti-drug information and prevention program 
118 million anti-drug education booklets distributed in 188 countries in 20 languages. 500,000 booklets being distributed worldwide at Super Bowl two uh, in the Super Bowl right here this year in 2019 down in a for um everybody down there. So now I actually saw this pop up on Twitter a couple times this week. Uh huh. Yeah, and, so, and, and basically here, listen, we're not trying to take anybody rights away from them. If you live in a state where you where you can smoke and marijuana is being legalized, what we're trying to do is just educate you and others on know what you are putting in your body, just like you do with food, just like you do with things you drink. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself before you use it. You know, just think prescription medicine. They give you a long list of side effects and all of this stuff before you take it. So, you know, at your own risk. Right. But with recreational stuff, you just take you just you're just taking stuff. Yeah. You know, don't know where it is. Know what's going on. Understand what you're doing. Educate Marshall, yourself on what you put in your body. The one thing I like about it after looking at the website and reading up on it a little bit, the one thing I like about it is that they add alcohol. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, when you do these drug things, alcohol is totally left out. And to me, you know, alcohol is the worst because it's so widely used and accepted, yet it still creates, you know, the most havoc uh, for the most part. You know, the more DWIs and more traffic deaths due to alcohol than anything else. So I'm glad that they you know, bring alcohol into that mix and are trying to educate people on alcohol as well. Understand what it is. That's it. Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you go right there. That the, 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 the URL again is drugfreeworld.org. Go over there and check it out. Do us a solid right here. FNTSY radio all week. The past couple of weeks, we've been going through the top 100 players of two. 2000- uh, wait, Corey, before we get into that, though, I, I got another question for Marshall. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it Mar- is. Marshall, I'm ready. Marshall, have you ever been at a game and had a gut feeling? Uh. No problem. <laughs> now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to MyBookie.ag and open an account with the promo code FNTSY and MyBookie will match your deposit up to $1,000. Yes, that's right, $1,000. That's MyBookie.ag. AG, promo code FNTSY. There you go right there. Don't forget, shout out to the good people at mybookie.ag. If you want to lay something down on the big game, whatever the case may be, they got you covered over there at mybookie.ag. And we got those boxes. And, and we, got boxes. we got boxes. We got boxes, Shane. Slinging them. So, 844-843-6879. If you want to get your box, we'll take care of that. But I was like, yo, it was like, yo, it's Corey. Stop fooling around with the top 100 and get do the top 100. So, today we got... Oh, okay. We do the next 10. We'll go around the room. We'll go Marshall, Jim, Ventra. Okay. I might give a little opinion too, but really I'm here to facilitate you gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Player number 20, Marshall. This is an interesting one right here. Yeah. Because Sun kind of came out of nowhere, but us cats in fantasy circles, we saw a little flashes of it last year. We didn't think it would go down like this in 2018, though. I'm talking about San Francisco 49ers tight end, <laughs> George Kittle. Yeah. 88 receptions on yeah. 136 targets, 1,300 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, he boy, balled beef. out. Boy, beast, yes, and 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 you know, even with with Goodwin out, he he still did his thing. Yeah, no Garcon, he everybody no out. He, he, <laughs> they lost he, to everybody. <laughs> he he did he did that, and and I'm talking about a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody that you're gonna have to deal with, whether it's with the number one quarterback, number two quarterback, or number three quarterback. He put up he put up numbers. You right? think it was a gimmick, or you think he can do it again next year? No, no, it's it it it's how their offense flow. Okay, and and this is this is what I love about Kyle Shanahan. 
Cal is going to take whatever he has and get the maximum from it. He did a really good job with his team. I mean, obviously the wins weren't there, but the production. They fought. The production. Yeah. I'm just saying the yeah. production, it, 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 it was there. Without Garoppolo, you have Nick Mullins, no starting running back McKinnon out the whole year. Yep. He did produce. What do you think, uh, Jim? We're looking at uh, player number 20. I think he was tight end number three on, at the, right, when it comes yep. to the end of the season. What I do worry about, though, is when you get the 2019 drafts, that we bring him too high up the draft board. I don't think it's going to well, be Kittle? possible. I, I'm with Marshall. I think Kittle, Kittle is yeah. going to be right up there with uh, with Kurt, with Ertz and, and Kelsey again. I mean, look, everybody went down in, in the San Francisco offense except him, uh, including the quarterback, the running backs, all the wide receivers. Pierre Garçon wasn't there again. You know, just all these guys out. Yet Kittle, with all the defense draped all over him, still continued to make big play after big play the whole season long. And, you know, if they get him more involved in the red zone so he's getting more touchdown opportunities, this kid is going to be gold. I wouldn't be surprised in 2020 if we're looking at him as the number one tight end. He could be. He could be. I think, honestly, though, there's regression coming here. I mean, 136 targets, 88 catches, almost 1,400 yards. There's got to be a little regression. It ain't going to change. What if they got to upgrade that offense a little bit? They had no receivers. They're, that was one thing. They're, they're, they are not going to change. They, they will not spend money. John Lynch will not spend money not gonna get on the wideout. They're not going to get no. Antonio Brown? Uh, hey, that, would yeah, <laughs> that, that would surprise me. That would surprise me. They are not going to spend money. I mean, and when you, when you just, just, just think about Garoppolo coming from New England. Tom loves his tight ends. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, what, that's what the deal is. And, and I it, listen, Kelsey, because of the wideouts that they have in KC, his production is just going to start to drop more and more. Yeah, well, he had great year too. But I'm just yeah. saying, but the production is mm-hmm. going is is just going it's going to drop a little bit. It's going to dip. Mm-hmm. They they have they have some good receivers. They got Braves, some good weapons yeah. in Kansas City now. Philly, I think they're going to continue to go through hurts. Yeah, yeah, that's who cost him. It's like to throw the football. That's too. just that's like his BFF. He, yeah, that, that's like Romo and Witten a little bit. I like him the best because I think he's got the safest floor when it comes to catches and targets. He's going to get a ton of targets. That's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Player number nineteen, your boy, my boy. Well, now nah, Marshall's boy and your boy and Jim's boy. Kind of my boy. I'm kind of pissed at him. Not I don't understand why y'all be so upset with him, but he's the best player he's on the New York Giants. He's not a clown. <laughs> 77 receptions, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns, missed the back end of the season. I don't know what was going on with that. I kind of feel like, did they sit him? Was he like, you know what, we're not going nowhere. I'm going to save myself. But player number 19 was Odell Beckham. And I, you know what, I, much better player. Than number nineteen, yeah, I feel you. But but obviously the numbers and 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 what you're talking about factors in. But um, yeah, I uh, it just just I, I I'm I'm gonna use this. He's a misunderstood player. Yeah, people people mistake his passion and his, his desire and want to win for arrogance for arrogance. Um, well, what about when he's a baby when they're losing? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 part of growing up in his business. You know, in in order to appreciate winning, you got to learn how to lose sometimes. And some people don't want to go through that. But you got to learn how to lose. You got to learn how to take it on the chin. And it's going to make you a better winner. It's going to make you appreciate the people around you, too. He'll grow. Unfortunately, a lot of these guys have not gone through that environment until they get to the pros. They've been the best of the best all their lives, been on winning teams for the most part, haven't had to go through a lot of these losses until they get to this level and see that, you know, most of the other guys can play pretty close to this level as well. So, you know, it, it. 
I, I get it. it's a learning experience, but man, he, you know, he looked like he was trying to mature at the beginning of the season when he didn't hold out. When he came into practice, when they were you know trying to make a new deal, came into practice was saying all the right things, and then it seemed once he got the new deal in place, all of a sudden he regressed back to that banging on things and being yeah. you know an idiot on the sideline. <laughs> Look, the man is a, is a is an exceptional receiver. There's yeah. no doubt about talent. Uh, but when you add in the fact of, you know, all those little tantrums and the fact that he's missed 16 games out of the last 32. I mean, broke his then, ankle, you know. But he's he's going to he's going to act like that regardless. That That's just that's the receiver position. I mean, Antonio Brown will do the same. They're winning the game. He'll do the same thing. And he never did this before. It's just, just because of it's, it's, it's just it, it's yeah. it's it, it has a lot to do with that position mm-hmm. and who you are. And I don't think well, Tory Holt didn't act like that. They didn't have to. Yeah, that's it was Julio don't was, act like that, I'll tell you right now. Well, Julio's a Julio, if you don't, quiet. If you don't quiet that's guy. not true. That's not true. Let them not let them not throw the ball to Julio. <laughs> I mean, they, he has zero TDs first half of the season. But how many targets a game? A lot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they might they probably didn't target him in the red zone. But it, it's here's the thing. And I was I, I paid attention to Odell this season. He felt like and 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 this is I'm gonna tell you I felt like this. Somebody in the organization, maybe the coach, or whatever, they weren't holding Eli accountable. No, they they never do. <laughs> I live in this town. They never do. They weren't holding Eli account. Eli played like crap early in the season, but then he got it together. He got it together. Mm-hmm. Now it's a new offense. All quarterbacks in a new offense they struggle early. Definitely a veteran. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just the rap on quarterbacks. Their offensive line was crap. Solder didn't help it. It was just crap. I mean, Eli was throwing the ball for his life. Yeah. It, it just it so, seemed like it's a bunch of different things. So he it, he's getting upset about things. You're on the outside. You don't really know what's going on. Right. You're just mad. You just just mad. You want to play. You get all this money. He's emotional. You're not, you know you you get all this money. And you're not producing. That bothers you, man. You start to feel like especially man, it ain't me. Especially in this town, Jim. When you about to add something right quick? No, I was just going to say the the one thing we did see out of Eli this year is when they finally started to move him purposely out of that pocket and move him around, we saw him start to play better because trying to sit in that pocket behind that offensive line was getting him killed early in the season. So, look, statistically, he had a good year. If you look at just the numbers, he had a good year. He started out terrible, but the entire team did. Um, You know, once they got rolling and moving him outside that pocket and letting him move to either side and freeing up some of those zones to throw in, then it it started working for him. So I want to see where that goes next year. And, you know, hopefully they still go out and grab them. You know, I'd love to see a new right tackle come into the mix uh, for this offensive line. We need to build that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we did see him start to play better when they got him outside that pocket second half. So hopefully Shermer continues that next year. I will say, though, he doesn't deserve to be number 18 on the list. Mike Evans had a much better season. Mike Evans deserves to be higher than him. And we saw him at number like 23 or whatever or 25. So he should be a little further down. Those are the receivers I've seen that deserve to be ahead of him this Who's year. That? Who's that? Like Mike Evans. He was lower on the list on this list, particular list. This is an analytics list. Heavy. You know, so uh, I just saw something, some uh, breaking news. That's how many? And, and go ahead. How many wins did Tampa have? Was it the well, same? I, I'm talking about fantasy stats, just in particular. <laughs> Evans had the better year. Okay. Oh, so this is the fantasy. This fantasy. Yeah, this is one, top yeah, top this fantasy, fantasy. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> playing number 18 on the list. I don't know where Sun came oh, from. Hold nope. on a second. Go ahead. But you gotta understand, he plays in New York, so that always bump you up a That'll little bit. Bump that, you is, that is true. Where you at? <laughs> that is true. Playing number 18 on the list. 
like I don't remember no no big time college. I don't remember no 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 right. standout in the combine. Came out of left field. Just out of nowhere, bam, Adam Thielen's the best wide receiver in football. <laughs> what the hell is this? And I called that. Oh God. <laughs> you know I did. Play number 18, Adam Thielen, 113 receptions on 153 targets, uh, 1373, nine touchdowns. Adam Thielen. Where was Diggs? Diggs was in the Diggs was 22. I believe Diggs is a better football player. Right. Still? Still, I still think Diggs is a better football player. Thielen's a beast, don't get me wrong. But pound for pound, I would go Diggs, but Thielen, Thielen's nice. Thielen's a baller. Before Thielen, here's the question. Who can survive without the other one? Thielen yeah, exactly. could survive without Diggs. Exactly. Really? I, well, I say so. all the time, a, a good one is where was he? work together. Where, no. where was he before he got with Diggs? I don't know where because he Because Diggs, yeah. Diggs was killing it. He was killing it there. Before, before Thielen, Thielen came. That yes. is true. That's when Charles Johnson was there and stuff, right? Um... I don't know. I think Thielen's just the better overall. He can run every route. Diggs great run, hands. Diggs run every route. Diggs has great hands, too. Diggs Thielen, is a little smaller, too. No, Thielen only got... Thielen started to get like this when they moved him inside and moved Diggs outside. When Diggs was playing inside. Because mm-hmm. if you put Thielen outside, now he's limited because he, he's not going to run past yeah, anybody. Yeah, he don't have the speed. Like right, Diggs. he's not going to run past anybody. So you got to put him inside. Because it gives him more options. Right, right. More uh, trees. Jim, right quick, give us a couple thoughts on Adam Thielen, what you think for next season. Then we'll hit the break. I got something I want to talk with Marsh before we hit the break. Then we'll come back and run through the rest. But Adam Thielen, right quick. Look, Adam Thielen, you know, started out the year house of fire, and then he got the injury, and then it seemed to slow him down in the second half. If he hadn't gotten injured at all, we have no idea what kind of numbers he yeah. could have put up in that offense. It, it seemed like, you know, early on at least, he had more trust um, from the QB than we saw with Diggs, but look, both of these guys are, are great wide receivers. You know, if, if they can get Dalvin Cook to be fully healthy for a 16-game season, then th- this offense should be very good. They need to improve that offense line a little bit. Yep. But, you know, if they do that at all, then this offense should be great going forward. It's really going to come down to whether or not the quarterback can produce to the level they pay. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 The weapons are there. The weapons are there. There it is. There you go. There it is. To the level they pay them for. You got an 8-8 eight eight quarterback. That's what you got. So you I got remember it. on the sideline of that, that game they needed to win at the end, he's telling Thielen, I'm like, yo, son, you the one You're the whack. problem. Yeah, yeah you're the stop problem. talking you got to Thielen eight, like eight that. quarterback. That's what you got. You got an average guy. He make a ton of money, though. I'll tell you what, I think Cook could carry this team, though. Dalvin Cook. Oh, I think he could ride this team too. on his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? I agree. 100%. You got to stay healthy, though. Right I would quick, average Marshall. quarterback. <laughs> That's true, too. Marshall, right quick. Uh, Mizzou. Uh, NCAA hit Mizzou with a 2019 postseason ban due to academic tutor misconduct, Kelly Bryant just transferred there. So he's got to be like, what do I do now? Because does he really have any options to re-enter the transfer market? Or No, this, this I mean, he... Did Mizzou notice was coming before they brought him into the joint? But he didn't transfer to go to a bowl game. He transferred because he need, he needed to get those 12 games in True, you're right. to show that he could play at the next level. No doubt. This ain't about bowl game. Okay. He needs, so he, he went that 12 so he can say, yeah. all right, they can be like, all right, cool. Right. So he's not even tripping off of the Alamo bone nah, or whatever. Is, this is, this is, he, he already has a resume. Okay. And, and based on how he did his last year when they got smacked by Alabama. Yeah. And now <laughs> they, the they play, smacked him. Right. With, with a different quarterback. With, with sunshine. A lot yeah. of the same sunshine. team. Yeah. It, so it, it put a bad look on him. Based on what they did this year, this this freshman came in, so now he got to go prove that he he is worth it. 
not. It's T.I. Thursday. What the hell is the Wu-Tang? Hey, man. But I like it. This is not. This ain't tip. You know what I'm saying? We come back on the other side. Oh, we got some of the biggest names in fantasy football. Got a running back that came out of nowhere. Well, not really nowhere. Also talk about a little bit of Melvin Gordon. And Oh, wow. Interesting. Got a New Orleans Saints on the list. We'll break that down, too. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio. Um, Jim Day, you got a word for us? Yeah, I do. I have many words for you. And one of them starts out with the DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head to head and free ball betting tools, PGA pro tips, subscriber chat, and more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium, check out golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. 844-843-687. Let me holler at a couple of the homies right quick uh, before we get back to the top 100. Let me get my man Shane in Colorado. What up, Shane? What up, guys? Shane, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> How about them Cowboys? My How about man. Marshall Fogg, huh? Oh, uh, Marshall mm-hmm. stepped out for a minute. And I figured you wanted to talk to him and not me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm trying to pay pay up. I need to pay for them boxes. Oh, yeah. You need to pay Shane. You already know. Uh, what's your name? Oh, Shane in Colorado. Shane He's on my list. All right. How many Okay, now wait. We, we got to make a quick point about this. He, he's going to take payment through Venmo. Yeah, if only, people yeah. pay him through Venmo, you we cannot did. put anything on it that says Super Bowl boxes or anything like that. It's that like frenzy. Leads, yeah, leads towards you know any kind of gambling thing because Venmo will stop it. You got to put in there. All you got to do when you send the money to Chris through Venmo is just put in frenzy in, in the topic thing. Don't worry about anything else. There you go right there, there Shane. Alright, Shane. So Shane, Shane, how many you want? I think Shane was down for five. Uh, yeah, five. Five okay. boxes, Shane. Gotcha. <laughs> five boxes for Shane. All right, there you go, Shane. Let me hit, let me hit the rest of the homies. I rap with you, 844-843-6879. Let me get Sean in Indiana. What's cracking, Corey? Sean and Andy, what's good with you, big dog? Chilling, chilling, man. Just gotta, I got to thank y'all because I haven't had a chance to call in, but I had call draw during the playoffs, the championship run. For some advice, and I was down sixty-eight points, and I came back and got the. Uh, son, I remember that. Son, it was a two-week championship, right? I do remember that. Yes, sir. My man, good looking out, going to get that W. Collect the security bag. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Goonies (laughs) wanted this year. Hey, Sean, are you a Pacer fan? 
No, I'm a Laker fan. Oh, you're a Laker fan. Oh, I'm just checking. I remember a couple years ago, this cat named, I remember his name was Sean in Indiana. He did. He was a Knicks fan. He mm-hmm. did this video on the Knicks that went viral. It was crazy. Son threw all his Knicks gear out. It was cold in, Indi- in Indianapolis, too. So, son, that thing looked crazy. Um, <laughs> son, you know, you know, I've been by... I've been by Canseco Fieldhouse before. Me being a Knicks fan, I'll be honest with you. I went past Canseco Fieldhouse. It was nighttime, right? Whatever. I was across the street from it. I noticed the the venue, and I snuck over there and, and I and I did a take along Canseco Fieldhouse. <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you. Hey, I got a question for y'all real quick though. Yo, yo. If it's one, I know we are, we are ways away from the draft from the next year's fantasy draft. But if it, but if it's one player I got to have for next season, who is it? If it's one player you got to have, well, that's a tough question to ask uh, this early in the process. Saquon Barkley. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that if it's one player that you have to have for next season, I can't put a finger on it yet, Jim. Uh, you got any clue? I'm going with uh, Devontae Adams. Again? Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I Look, the offense wasn't very good. He's still was the most consistent wide receiver in football. I think the offense should get a little better. I'm expecting it to get a little better. And with that, you know, I know they're for them to get better, they have to include some of the other wide receivers. I get that. But it should also take some of the defensive pressure off Adams. So I expect Adams to have another great year. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to want to get him on as many teams as I can. I like it, Jim. Tough as nails, too. Thanks a lot, Sean. Holla at you, big dog. Congratulations once again. 844-843-6879. Let me get Bob in Vermont. Uh. Oh, Corey. How you doing? (laughs) How you doing, Bob? How you doing, Chris? What's up, Bob? How you doing? How you doing, uh, Jim Day, my best friend? How you doing? (laughs) I'm doing okay, Bob. I'm doing okay. You still bitter, Bob? All right. You're awesome, Jim Day. All right, Bob, let's go. Let's go, Bob. <laughs> no, no, come let's on. Go keep what? going, Bob. I'm, I'm what, Bob? What am I, Bob? Come on, keep you going. You are awesome on this show. <laughs> he is awesome, Bob. It should I, be Bob. called the Jim Day Show. All right, angle, <laughs> angle, angle. It's over. 844 It's not here right now. There you go. It's over. You come up here. I'm, I'm not going to let son keep coming up here trying to play me. I'm not. 844 <laughs> He wasn't playing you. He was telling everybody how great I am. And, and, okay and, 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 and you do a great job. But this should be called the Jim Day Show. You know what I'm saying? I didn't need that. I didn't ask for that. I didn't wake up coming in in, a four, in four degree weather when Jim Day in his damn house. True. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, it's no, nice no. and warm here. <laughs> He's just chilling, Jim. 844 Let me get Jason in Wisconsin. What up, Jason? Hey, uh, everybody. How you doing? Mr. Falk, it's an honor to speak with you. Uh, he stepped out the room for a second, but um, I'll make sure I relay that message to him. Oh, well, that's, well, that's terrible. What I was going to say was, besides how great uh, Jimmy Day is, I was going to say is, uh, if, if you're, you, you get all the football players that become announcers and, and commentators and analysts, and, and a lot of them, I love them as football players. You know, a lot of people will say this. and But then once they open their mouth, it says, you know, it, it kind of ruins the whole everything because you enjoy them so much on the football field and and then you gotta the, the last memories you have of them was, was you know speaking on an analyst or a show or you know a television and uh, Marshall Falk is just the opposite he's a class act and uh, he was an incredible football player and I find him to be uh, quite interesting and a really good uh yeah. I make sure I relay the message to him, and we get you, and and, and we get his commentary mm-hmm. uh, for you. It's, it's so true what he says, though. It I always felt true. that way about Phil Sims. 
Loved him on the field. He was a great football player. Once he boring, got in the booth and started booth. opening his yeah. mouth, he was like, oh, my God, boring. shut up. The, all, the all-time worst is Joe Theismann, though. Joe Theismann, oh. I think Joe Theismann never played Mike, football. Michael Irvin. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Michael, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Michael Irvin's Michael awesome. Irvin, Come on, oh, Michael Irvin's oh, awesome. Did you just say something <laughs> negative about <laughs> Michael Irvin, the dope man? He's hysterical. He's hysterical. Attacking the Dallas Cowboys. Because I have no idea why he's on television sometimes. Right, yeah, bye, bye, Jason. You're not going to do that. <laughs> See you later, Jason. Dallas Coburn. You're not going to do that. Coburn. You're not going to do that. I don't know. Sit up here and talk about the dope man, Michael Irvin, like that. How could you okay, not like Michael Irvin? Okay, we got players to get to. Let's get back to the players. How could you not like Michael Irvin? I don't understand how you're not like Michael Irvin. Jim, you got a read to do, or did you do it already and I forgot? No, we did the re- read. We're on number 17 of the hey, players. Jim, Let's Jim, Jim. Down. You know, we can cut on, Jim. Man. We can cut Jim off, too. Jim's trying to, <laughs> Jim's trying to run right through. Well, he's going to be a BFF hey, come on, soon this anyway. This is a Jim Day show. I'm saying, let's get back to the players. Player number 17, Jim Day. Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver, maybe that number one wide receiver, Jill Jill Smith Schuster, nah. who on Radio Row yesterday said he fully expects Antonio Brown to be back in Pittsburgh next season. There you go. Yeah, I've been saying that now too. I, I mean, I wasn't in the beginning, but I, I think they are going to end up keeping him now, uh, just because I don't think they're going to get what they want. So even if even if they Keep him. I don't think it matters. Juju still had a monster season. I think he's just going to keep getting better. Uh, he's a good receiver that does a little bit of everything very well. And, uh, you know, I mean, this was only year two. Imagine what he does year three, year four, year five. I mean, it's really going to come down to how long Ben plays or if they can get another replacement behind him. But I think this kid is going to be a monster forever. I mean, uh, he, he had some really big games and you know he was big for you in the fantasy playoffs as well so 111 good, good number here i liked him 111 receptions 166 targets 1400 this looks crazy this look like ab numbers 1400 jaw seven touchdowns with the seven touchdowns with ab that's 17 touchdowns but you get what i'm saying venture all you got to know is that he's 22 years old that's crazy 22 and the fact is he had 166 targets that's yeah. how much you throw the football in he's going to be a beast that's an average of come. over 10 targets a game yeah, he's going to be a beast. There's no question here. He deserves to be here. We can move on, I think. Jim is a, maj- uh, a mathematician. Yo, Marshall, <laughs> he was on Radio Row yesterday, and they asked him about winning the uh, the team MVP and if that was essentially what set Antonio Brown off on this more or less kind of divorce. Right quick on Juju and what he did this season and that situation with, like, he's he, he, on Radio This is what he said. Yesterday he was on, I believe... He might have been on with Skip and Shannon yesterday. Today, I saw a quote from First Take where he was like, we got to stop being the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Unfortunately, you got to remember that the Kardashians start with the family, so it starts from up top. No doubt. This is Steelers' business. This is how they do hey, it. I, is, I, I blame the uh, Kardashians on O.J. Simpson. This oh, is stop. This is, this is, this it's is, all his fault. This is Steelers' business. This is how they operate. Think about it. Mike Wallace. They got yep. rid of him. Santonio Holmes got rid of him. Plexico got rid of him. This is this is still the only person, only person, only people they play they pay is the quarterback. Well, they, they in, in their history, yeah, in the history of the Steelers. I mean, they've gotten rid of Pro Bowl players at the Pro Bowl players. I'm talking about Rod Woodson. They just they just let you go. Cornell Lake. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, Greg Lloyd. They they let you go. This is what they do. They paid Troy Palomalo. Mm-hmm. They played Ben Roethlisberger. They paid Bettis. No, not not market value. Yeah, no, better, they, yeah, they get, yeah, they, yeah. These are all deals. Everybody else took deals. Yeah. Mark, fair market value. Halamalu, yeah. Ben, and AB. Yeah. And AB had to, I mean, he had to threaten them. Yeah. yeah. 
And they didn't have anybody waiting in the wings at the time. Yeah. So now they got two guys. They got Juju and James Washington. Right. right. So it's like, uh, so right. Right. But AB is the they best they've the same, ever had. Emmanuel, they did the same thing. They've, they've done this. Even uh, even uh, Hines stayed. He, Hines should have got paid at some point in time. But mm-hmm. the work he put in. Right. Hines he worked like a dog. But the work he put in. Hines. I'm talking about catching, blocking, throwing, fighting. He, was, he, <laughs> won, the, he won the Super Bowl, threw the best pass in the damn game. You're right about that. <laughs> Shit. That is, that is crazy. Um, I was something I wanted to say. Yo, right quick on, on, on the side. I, I, I liken the, the most dominant person to go into the Hall of Fame in a single year is the person who closes the show. We all saw Ray Lewis do his TED talk last year. Lord. <laughs> does, does, how you really feel, does your man Ed Reed close the joint this year? Yeah. Hmm. I think Ed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ed, Ed'll get to do that. All right. I mean, I, based on based on what how Ray did, they might be questioning that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they might put Ed first, just so just you know, so like, okay, exactly. go ahead, get it out of the way, out the way, so it's not too late. <laughs> Everybody else, come on, quick, quick, quick. Playing number sixteen, Melvin Gordon, running back with the Los Angeles Chargers, eight eighty five rushing yards, ten touchdowns, fifty catches on sixty six targets, four touchdowns in the air. Melvin Gordon, and t- from the time he's playing, season start. Until he leaves with injury, he's a beast. But then it's always that leave with injury part. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically yeah. it, huh? Yep. One uh, of the best running the best running backs in the NFL, or is he a system guy? No, no, no. He's he's I mean, he's been in multiple systems and True. he's been able to That's produce. Right. That's right. So so you, you have to respect that. The thing is just the, the injuries. Yeah. Hey, you got you have to be serviceable when you as a running back in re, in, in real games and in fantasy. Yeah. You gotta be true. serviceable. You're right about that. We can't use you, gotta you be there. if you're on the bench. Uh Melvin Gordon, Jim. Hey, look, he had a great season until he got injured. Good season. Like Stop saying, saying great. Good season. Right, right. Um, you know, Ten touchdowns on the ground, four touchdowns in the air. Fourteen touchdowns is a nice number for any running back. He'll does take he have, it. Does he have a uh, but the fact no. that he missed, yeah, he does. The, you yeah, know, he most did. of the Last fantasy year. playoffs is tough. All right. Yeah. What yeah, do you think? Here's, here's the thing that sends it to me. I'll say it quick. Five point one yards per carry, as opposed to his career average of like three point nine. That is a three point right there. When that so, YPC get over five, that's, that's a good big. thing. Play at number fifteen, James Conner. 973, 12 touchdowns, 55 receptions, and then Marshall, he hit the wall. Hit the wall. I, it's, I, I don't think it's a... Is it I, a hit the wall thing? No, it's not a hit the wall. He, It was unfair what they were asking him to do. Okay. Because here's what happened. It was good, and it worked when they, were, when they said, we're going to stop A.B. and Juju, and we're going to let you run the ball. Mm-hmm. He was good. But once... See when they put you the scouting report. This is how the scouting report. They put you. They put your name and they put your number up. Okay. There. Yeah. James Conner. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. They, you know, running back James Conner. So they A B. They had a circle around. They actually they had they had, they had Juju. They had a circle around A B. Had two circles. Yeah. You know that's like, that's how it go. And as soon as they put that circle around you, now you you're not just the running back. You're in the game plan. Okay. When number thirty is here, this is what they do. Okay. When number thirty is here, this is what they do. If they have two tight ends, when number thirty, this now you're part of the game plan. When that happened, he doesn't have the talent to beat when he's game plan. Yeah. When he's game plan, it's a different story. Yes. Okay. You I can take that. Well, a lot of people criticized him for for having brick hands. He caught fifty five passes this year. I, he he's got all the doubters out of the way. Oh yeah, no, he's he's, he's, he's an athlete. The yeah. dude's an athlete. He's strong, Jim. Yeah. Jim, a fantasy question. 
You on the you on the clock in 2019. You're looking at Nick Chubb. You're looking at James Conner. Who you taking? Ooh, ah, uh, man, that's a good question. I, man, I like Conner. They're right close to both. Hey, uh, Jim, you should uh, ask him who's I'm my gonna... quarterback. <laughs> is it Baker Mayfield or Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know, that's true. The thing is, I think it works. The thing that works more in Conner's favor than in Chubb's favor in fantasy is that Conner will catch more passes than Chubb. So in fantasy, you know, especially in people, well, that's league, because of Duke Johnson. Play, you well, it, it wasn't really because of Duke Johnson. Not, not this much. Year. Duke this Johnson season. had one good game, and the rest of the time was pretty much silent. No, but he's uh, but he's he's in on passing downs. Right, right on third downs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he was in actually. If you if you look at the numbers for the second half of the season, he wasn't even consistently in on passing downs. Chubb was still in there for a lot of those passing downs as they ended the season. And believe me, I don't understand why, because Duke Johnson has showed that he he's a great pass-catching back and is able to do things with the ball in his hands in the open. The fact that they didn't use utilize him that way is a little scary to me. But uh, I would go Connor over Chubb right now just for the fact that he catches Does it pass. not matter who your quarterback is? Not in fantasy. It does. What, what do you mean not in fantasy? Well, so, their quarterback? Uh, how does the difference in quarterback, who would you take? Uh, if, if, if I don't have a quarterback, I want Chubb. Okay, so okay, so and, 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 and if you're on a fantasy and you're on a draft board for fantasy, you're drafting your quarterback later on. You want the most bang for that pick, and you're looking at Connor and, and Nick Chubb. Chubb. Statistically, which one should have a better season in 2019? Connor or Chubb? Well, Connor. Because, yeah, because, he, because because he, he played play with Ben. Because That's he plays what you're with saying. Ben. Yes. Okay, Pittsburgh yeah. system. Yes. Every every good running back has a good quarterback. Has a good quarterback. Well, the Steelers haven't had a bad running back in years. Even Willie Parker had. Guess why? Yeah. <laughs> Fast Willie. system too. Guess why? It has been. Yeah. Has it been? Yes. And the O line usually. Well, that, yeah. that leads me to the next question. And Marshall is a good question for you. You know, a lot of people assume that young quarterbacks automatically are are made to check down to the running backs, and you know, I keep trying to tell them that. To me, it doesn't seem like that's a fact. It, it's more that you know the checkdown is something that needs to be learned by young quarterbacks Correct. to get through the progressions to get down to that running back. And you know everybody assumes a, a young quarterback is always going to check down to the running back, but they have to learn that skill. I agree. That you're 100 right. Finding your checkdown means you're going through your whole progression, and at that last progression, they normally put the checkdown. In the eye view, so you don't have to come back to the other side of the field. All right, right. here you go, right and there. Bake approved that this year. Fantasy yes. football frenzy. Shout out to everybody on four on the fourth floor. To my man, Fantasy Tash Jim Day. To the close of Chris Venture. Marshall, good looking out. Thanks for rocking with us right today. On. Yes, yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. Go Squad. We'll be back tomorrow. You already yeah. know.